Hello again and welcome to Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts and recently I did a Facebook Live with Erica Payne, who is my lead project manager at May Create Design, my company. And we talked about our big aha moments running our almost million dollar fundraising campaign, Como Gives. These aha moments are things like the processes that we put in place as we hit big bumps in the road over the last seven years that we've been running this fundraiser, and also how we learned what marketing was working and wasn't working for the campaign. Now, I call it our campaign. We think of it as ours. We love it. We take care of it like it's our own child. But really, this campaign belongs to the Community Foundation of Central Missouri and may create role in it as the webmaster and online marketing support is, well, we just love it. And so we think of it as our own. And the success of Como Gives, it's not our success necessarily. Last year, we helped 138 nonprofits raise over $950,000 in the month of December. But the thing that's making this campaign so successful and grow every single year, it's not necessarily us. It's the awareness that's being built in the community through the marketing that these nonprofits are doing for the campaign. It's the hustle behind those nonprofits that make this campaign such a great success. Now, the reason that we wanted to share with you these processes that we've developed and the the success stories from our marketing is because we understand that you guys are starting to run your online fundraisers on your own and while we've been providing this service to the nonprofits in our community for the last seven years this might be your first online fundraising campaign and we wanted you to be able to learn from our mistakes so that way you can start implementing some of these processes and marketing strategies right away to make your first fundraiser maybe even i mean hopefully more successful than our very first como gives but before I get to all that amazing goodness, I recorded a new intro for our podcast and I just have to play it for you. You're on a mission and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts a techie, crafty business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. What'd you think? Do you like it? I mean, we started not really knowing what we wanted to have for our intro, and then I had my friend Dave do the voice for it, and he did such a good job. And as I kept doing this podcast, I thought, you know what? I think I need something shorter and a little more upbeat, and so that's where we landed. All right, so no more dilly-dally. Let's get to business and listen to all the cool stuff that Erica and I have to say about 
how we can implement processes and marketing successes from Como Gibbs to put to work and make your fundraiser even more successful. All right, so Erica, I feel like we need to start by explaining, you know, why you're here. Okay. Because you're a major part of making sure that all of this happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've been with May Create for going on five years now. And so this will be my fourth year with Como Gives managing it. And I am a project manager. So I am the, per the person behind the scenes. I'm the one making sure that everything's getting done. It's getting done on time. It's right making sure that the wheel is just continually moving, really. Yes, and she is like extremely detailed and always, always documenting, yes. always documenting. I like, I like documentation. And yes, <laughs> and the other thing that I think that is really cool about your role is that you are like the centralized communication hub. Um, you're the centralized communication hub in our office, like between our staff, but you're also the centralized communication hub between us and the nonprofits, us and John, um, who is the client in this case, the Community Foundation. If, if one lesson can be learned from running a successful like marketing department, it is having a centralized point of communication like and Erica, because she manages it all and then she kind of disperses it to where it's supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, I think one positive of having a me is that I am not a creative. I'm the person that's like handing out the creative. So I'm never too close to one thing. I can have that like overseeing, making sure it's getting done and not getting too honed in on this one piece, really. Yeah, I could see the distance being a definite benefit, but because you hear the questions from the clients all the time and you hear the questions from the creatives all the time, I feel like you do a really good job then of picking out all those details that maybe we didn't think about along the way because you bump into them on each side. Um, and I'm not going to say that, you know, as a big picture person, sometimes it isn't a little annoying. <laughs> because, like, Really, Erica, you need the question. You need that question answered now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so to all you executive directors out there working with your marketing friends, <laughs> I get it. I do. But you need people like, oh, wait, like this girl over here. Okay. So um, I feel like I wanted to start out this conversation with some of the biggest aha moments that we had with running this campaign, because having done it now for seven years, we definitely learned a lot of things along the way, right? Yeah. Um, and some of them were to make your job easier and to make um, John's job easier and to make the whole communication process with the nonprofits more streamlined because yeah. we had a lot of iterations of how we communicated back and forth. Um, so what do you think is the best thing that we ever did with doing this campaign? I think one of the biggest things for me was um, when we started creating that sheet of things that we can improve on next year, because in the moment we're like, oh my gosh, we've got to like get better at this. But then three years down the line, like, or three months, even you're like, what else, what was it? I don't remember. So that was a huge one for me. And now like even John put stuff in there, you know, we all put things in the sheet because we all know this, we're going to come back to this. This is like a really big deal for this next year campaign because we're always trying to improve. I think that like in line with that, another really good thing that we do is having the organizations come to us after the event and we all get together and they say what went well and what didn't um, to have that perspective because we don't have it. 
is mm-hmm. always really valuable as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. And I, so one of the things that um, that Eric and I do when we're in those meetings is we just try to listen extremely, like we know why we did things the way that we did them. And it could have been because we felt like it was best for the group, or it could have been because um, of time or budget or technology. Um, but that doesn't mean that it can't be better. Like there's always next year. And sometimes it does hurt your heart when you hear that you didn't do as good as you wanted, but, <laughs> but I feel like that perspective is like totally winning. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that, um, so I'm sure that you remember the year that I, um, realized that we could automate some of these sign up things. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I think that I was like in some class or some online something or another. And I realized that we could make it better. And I, I like ran into your office and I was like, Erica, <laughs> you are not going to have to rename every logo that every and every image that every nonprofit sends in. Yeah, that saved like five hours of time. (laughs) (laughs) So what we did, guys, is um, we used Zapier. And when people sign up to be part of the campaign, it, okay, so let me take one step back here. So when people sign up to be part of the campaign, it automatically creates their profile in the website, which that was also a major awesome mm-hmm. plus thing because we were importing stuff and it wasn't like just wasn't nearly as streamlined um so that was really awesome and and then we realized hey they're uploading all this stuff and if you use a system like zapier it's like an intermediary and you can make another step happen it's if this then that so when people were sending in their logos and their images they were just randomly named like whatever Right. Um, And then when it came time for us to compile all those and send them over to the printer to make the digital or not digital, but to make the printed guide, it was like, we don't even know what goes with what it was just a total hot mess because people just name things, whatever, right. Logo one, two, three, four, blue. A lot of logos, just, just logo. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, we realized that when they signed up, we could actually make an extra step happen. So Zapier is waiting in the background. And when that sign up form submits, it takes the images, it names them with their organization name and what they are based on the field that they were input through. And then it saves them into Google Drive with their names. Magic. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a total win, right? Yeah, it was. Especially their pictures, because that is not their logos. They didn't have their name on it. So we really didn't know yeah, it could have been anyone, right? Yeah. yeah. Like people helping people. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but where does it go in the book? We don't know. Um, and then I think that like this year, one thing that I have really, really enjoyed that we implemented that we did not do last year is uh, we started a focus group of nonprofits so I can pull them with questions. So as I'm doubting, because whenever I plan an event to, to educate people like the I don't want to say if it's the perfectionist in me or like the want to do good, 
you know, like I want to give them the information that they need. Um, I would just be like, I don't know, is this the right thing? Is this what they need? And so um, having that focus group this year has been amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing that I'm really proud of is that Jason did a donor survey this year and getting those results back from the donors was awesome. And, um, and he has written it all up in like a report. <laughs> so if anybody wants that report, you can just, you know, put in the comments, your email address here and we'll, <laughs> we'll get it to you as soon as we get it all polished out. And John gives us to go ahead to share it, but it was very insightful and, and it kind of, it solidified a lot of the things that I was thinking that we could do better. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was really good. Yeah, I agree. I think like one, one thing for me that I absolutely am so happy I made on my second year is I started making an annual task list sheet because every year there are certain tasks that we do the same, but after a year goes by, it gets really hard to remember what the details of those are and like where to find the information for it. So I created this list and every year I add to it. I go like, and then when um, me and Tyler, the programmer for the website, get together and plan it out, I'm like, okay, here's the sheet. Remember, at this point, we need to do this thing to make sure that the shopping cart works or, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like those little pieces. I think that's really big because there's just no way that we can remember everything in the order it goes in. And so, yeah. Yeah. If there's anything that we have learned from experience, it is test, 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 test it again. Um, even when you think you're done testing, maybe test it one last time. <laughs> and then have someone else test it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, especially somebody who isn't used to using that user interface. It's a big, it makes a big difference to hear um, how it's working for them. And I mean, Erica, how many years have we gone live with the campaign and thought that we had every detail ironed out and then that first day? Pretty much every year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you should see this lady's documents that, that are like guiding her through all these steps. Like they are so detailed. And yet, so like, guys, if you're doing a virtual fundraiser, I just want you to know that there's going to be some hustle at the beginning because there's going to be some weird stuff. And every year we're like, how would we have known that? Like, like remember the year when um, we realized that, what, how long did it take us to realize that if you had a special character in your name, like a dash or a hyphen, Almost. that it would break the programming? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that took us like two days to figure out. Hi, that was awful. That was. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, how would we have known that? Like, like really? Um, so it's also a little bit of a humbling experience, you know. Mm-hmm. But it makes us better at everything else we do. Yeah, for sure. Because, yeah. yeah. So the best things we ever did, keeping track of what worked and what didn't in a document, having follow-up meetings with our nonprofits, mm -hmm. starting focus groups of our nonprofit participants, also having a, um, a survey that we gave to the donors, automating, automating signups, automating um, like intaking, renaming images, and then that annual task list sheet like to guide us through the setup. And I'm telling you, like, okay, so I'm gonna tell a story on Rotary for just a second about the task list sheet. So every year our Rotaries come together and they do a Thanksgiving luncheon and it rotates between the Rotary groups. Did you have to help plan it for Rotaract? No, it was before my time. Okay, so every year it, ha it happens at the same place. It's kind of the same thing, but 
everybody has to start from scratch because there's no master task list. <laughs> and so people who are not event planners have to sit down and plan an event together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, every time <laughs> I know I'm like, gosh, that like a master task list would be money. It would help everybody so much to produce a great event, you know, or even just what worked and what didn't would right. be like so phenomenal. Okay. So those are the things that we loved that, that, came, that turned out awesome. And <laughs> we say, do these things, right? Um, I, I would say that as far as marketing goes, the best things that we ever did were probably the workshop for the nonprofits, teaching them as much as we could about marketing in four hours mm -hmm. and sending more emails. Making sure everything's tracking so we can gauge. Oh, and installing tracking. Yes. Man, remember that what a game changer it was the first year that we installed tracking on the site? Yeah. And I was in there like a psycho. <laughs> Um, and we do have like that benchmarking sheet as well. So every single day of the campaign, I go in, I benchmark where we're at. I, and we even have like, we know, like it's on the board outside in the commons area of our office, how much money needs to come in for Como Gives every single day. And when we hit it, we celebrate and we, and we don't hit it. We like do math and figure out how much more money we need to make in the future days. But what's really crazy is that a certain percentage comes in on the first day. And a certain percentage comes in the last two days. And it's almost the exact same percentage every single year. Um, so that's really good to know. Um, but yes, from a marketing perspective, I think email, email, email. Yeah. We've tried Google ads a couple of times. No. <laughs> they're not killing it. <laughs> um, I want them to be awesome, but they're not getting me where I want to go. And then I also feel like peer-to-peer um, -peer has been a great marketing avenue for the campaign as well. So um, now it made things more complicated and it does make things more complicated to run the campaign that way. But peer-to-peer -peer is pretty awesome. Um, go ahead. Mm -hmm. So it's, it has high potential. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. We're going to focus on it wholeheartedly this year. <laughs> we are going to educate the peer-to-peer -peer campaigners. We're going to educate the nonprofits about doing peer-to-peer -peer campaigns. We are going to give them recipes. We are giving them a video to watch, to figure it out. Like everything that we can do to make peer-to-peer -peer work this year, we are doing it yeah. because <laughs> we realize what, how much potential it has really. Um, so peer-to-peer -peer had like last year, um, like an 8% conversion rate, which I mean, so email has a much higher conversion rate. Um, I wish that I remembered the exact percentage on it. Um, like when people go directly to the website, they're, they're like 17% conversion rate. And then email is, I wanna say like 16 or something like that. Um, and when I say conversion rate, I mean like go to the website and donate. Um, but peer-to-peer -peer was about 8%. But I feel like people went and they learned about a nonprofit that they'd never heard of before. So even if they didn't donate, they still learned. And that is like so powerful because next year, then we have that opportunity to talk to them 
again, potentially. And, and that's what our nonprofits need is they need more people to know about their mission and, and get in front of more people. Um, so yeah, so from a marketing perspective, like the best things that we ever did were <laughs> not doing as many Google ads, doing more emails, educating our nonprofits, and really pushing peer to peer, I would say are, are like big wins for the campaign. Woo. Okay, so that wraps up my conversation with Erica, explaining some of our processes that we learned along the way and our marketing successes through Como Gives. Now, I am actually really excited that I got through this podcast because editing it, I'm, I did it apparently hungry at the end of the day and I lost it and I wasn't sure I was even going to be able to put it back together. So I'm glad that I got it all together for you to listen to here. If you liked this podcast or if you learned a thing or two, please give us a review. I would love to hear from you and you can connect with this on all of our social channels at MayCreate. That's M-A-Y-E C-R-E-A-T-E. That's all for now. Go forth and market with purpose. 